seems that in Jesus's ministry, when something significant was going to happen, he took with him the same three guys, Peter, James, and John. It is as if their names roll off your tongue. These names just sound right together. Those three men saw and heard things the other nine close disciples missed out on. When Jesus went to the Mount of Transfiguration, for instance, he took with him Peter, James, and John. When he went into a room to raise a girl, a little girl, from the dead, he went in with Peter, James, and John. In the Garden of Gethsemane, when Jesus hit his agony moment and moved from the twelve, he asked that those three move with him. And then something crazy happens. Someone broke through the click. As he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew were questioning him privately. That's Mark 13, 3. Somehow, Andrew broke through the through and got entrance into a private club. It may be late, but he made it. And the four of them, Peter, James, John, and Andrew, all asked Jesus privately about the end times. The four received an eschatology lesson. Move aside, Jack Van Impey and Tim LaHaye. And in giving them this lesson, he taught us as well. Marty Duran gave five good pitfalls to avoid when talking about the coming of Jesus. One, make every news item a sign of the end times. Two, playing name that antichrist in the 70s and 80s. This was huge. People claimed Henry Kissinger, Ronald Reagan, the Pope, even some secret guy in the Middle East were being raised up as the Antichrist. Number three, neglecting the original audience. This is important. Some of the things Jesus said was for the AD 70 destruction of Jerusalem by Titus and not for you and the 21st century. Number four, setting dates for the coming of Jesus. As C.S. Lewis said, precisely because we cannot predict the moment, we must be ready at all moments. And number five, overemphasizing an American role. People have gone so far to say that eagle's wings in the Bible is the American mascot. Please. God sees every nation as a drop in the bucket, according to Isaiah 40, verses 15 through 17. So how do we deal with Bible prophecy like this Olivet Discourse that Jesus gave in a private discussion, not to three men, but to four? We need to hear about the end times and the rapture and the judgment to come, but we must do it in the right way. It was so important, Mark dedicated this whole chapter to their private conversation. The book of Daniel, the book of Revelation, and the Olivet Discourses from Mark 13 are important, but should be approached carefully. If you want to understand the second coming and interpreting things correctly, then be a student of the first coming. We see how God thinks when he sent his son the first time. Read the Old Testament prophecies and images and see how this worked in the first coming. God is consistent. There are more than 300 prophecies of times and places and events when Jesus came the first time. Learn the way God predicts the future. If you're not a student of the first coming, you will embellish verses for the second coming. And finally, I like what Charles Spurgeon said, which we can apply to contemplating end times. It is really what the four disciples did in their conversation with Jesus. Spurgeon said that prayer is the best way to open up the scriptures. Here's what he said. Brethren, in the ministry, you who are teachers in this Sunday school and all of you who are learners in the college of Jesus Christ, I pray you remember that prayer is your best means of study. Like Daniel, you shall understand the dream and the interpretation when you've sought God. Like John, you'll see seven seals of the precious truth of God unloosed 
after you've wept much. Yes, if you cry after knowledge and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as, as hid treasure, then you shall understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Spurgeon was quoting Proverbs 2, 3 through 6. He continues on to say, stones are not broken except by an earnest use of the hammer. And the stone breaker usually goes down on his knees. Use the hammer of diligence and let the knees of prayer be exercised too. And there is not a stony doctrine in Revelation which is useful for you to understand, which will not fly into shivers under the exercise of prayer and faith. Martin Luther said it best, to have prayed well is to have studied well. You may force your way through anything with the leverage of prayers. You want to know about the end times? Study the first coming and the scriptures and pray seeking God's wisdom.